Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Skip pass to Roden, his pass blocked down by Moody. Great throw ahead feed to Peyton. He'll fly in for a two-hand slam. A little elevation sensation, but a great play by Moses. Moody just saving the ball out of bounds, just threw it ahead and told GP2, go and get it. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson. We'll bring you into the locker room and hear from Coach Kerr and the players. Highlights from the game, and JD will take your calls. Warriors Wrap-Up starts now. Yes, it does, as the Warriors get the win, 120-109 to in Detroit. We welcome you in. Warriors Wrap-Up here on 85-7 game. We'll hand out the phone number right off the top of the show, 888 Nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero as the Warriors get the win and a bounce back win and a win that I said on Twitter at the beginning of the night that I really thought the Warriors had to have healthy everybody playing second of a back to back in Detroit coming off of a loss the young and albeit talented. Pistons team with some size and some good young players are trying to figure out who fits and who doesn't as far as the future goes. Nobody said it was going to be easy, and at times it it didn't look pretty for the Warriors in this game, but to me this was a game that that the Dubs absolutely had to get to get to 6 and 2. Big difference between 6 and 2 and 5 and 3 as far as I'm concerned when you know the next game to end the four-game trip is going to be in Denver going up against the defending champs on Wednesday and all of the travel all the way across the country and and the trip that the Warriors had from Sacramento to Houston to New Orleans back home and then back to the middle of the country Oklahoma City and then up to Cleveland in in the Midwest and Detroit and then back through the mountains and Denver on Wednesday to me this is one that if you don't get it's the it's the most pivotal game of the entire trip. Now Cleveland, I think, figures to be a good team with some size, tough matchup for the Warriors, and they got the better of the Dubs, who aren't going to win every single game, uh, especially on the road, despite the the hot start that the Warriors have been able to get off to on the road. But tonight's a game you got to get, and tonight's a game the Warriors last year twice didn't get against the Pistons. So when you're looking at ways that this Warriors team is going to be an improvement over the team that won 44 games a year ago, beating the Pistons twice this season because they also lost to him in Chase Center in addition to a game in the early part of the season last year on a, on a road trip that was, uh, I think, even earlier in the season. End of October, the Warriors played one of their most uninspired games of the year in Detroit, and the Pistons beat them. Get this one. Handle your business. That that right there should be how you view going from 44 to 46 wins. Just beat the Pistons twice. And the Warriors, again, while it wasn't always pretty, they found a way to get the job done. And a big one in front of the game in Denver on Wednesday night. Curry, 
his tear continues to begin the season, and and I mean there just isn't much you can say about Steph Curry uh, and the way that he's played. Uh, Steph, first player in NBA history with at least four three pointers in the first eight games of an NBA season. He ends up going off tonight for 34, and he didn't just make four three-pointers. He made seven three-pointers, which uh, has been the norm for Steph Curry in in a number of these games. So he plays in the second of a back-to-back. His tear continues. Chris Paul tonight, uh, a significant contributor for the Warriors. Chris Paul has 29 assists and no turnovers in, in four games off the bench. Un- unbelievable. You look at what Chris Paul's been able to do, and Chris Paul scored the basketball tonight. The shot hasn't always been there, and tonight was about the Warriors' bench again, which has been a key for them to this point in the season. Tonight was about, I think, the fact that, that teams with size are not necessarily going to always give the Warriors problems. We saw at times teams with size will give the Warriors problems. The Cavs did last night, but the Pistons, a younger squad, should not necessarily give the Warriors as many problems as the the Cavaliers did uh, in the game last night. And the Warriors able to really be aggressive on the offensive glass in the game. 17 offensive rebounds for the Warriors, 26 second chance points. And the Warriors also dominated in the paint tonight. 52-32 Golden State in the paint. Again, not every team with size is going to bother the Warriors the way Cleveland did. And I mentioned the bench scoring for Golden State, 49-24, the advantage. And the advantage for the Warriors has been there in just about every game so far this season as the Warriors now find themselves 6-2 and two overall through eight games and 5-1 and one on the road here through six games as the Warriors beginning the season with seven of the first nine on the road and they've made it through the first eight at six and two which I think is exactly the record that you'd want to have if you're Golden State going into that ninth game uh, and the seventh game on the road in Denver on Wednesday night and now you can you can let it all hang in that game you know first real showdown Road game of the season, I guess maybe the game in Sacramento and, and their home opener coming off of the, the series that those two teams played back in in April is, is probably a, a little mini showdown game. The Warriors handled their business in that one, and now you see how the Dubs get to stack up against a, another team that has some size in the defending champions and Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray and, and all those guys. So Wednesday's a lot more fun. I feel like to look forward to as far as where the Warriors stand when you're six and two as opposed to five and three and you're searching and you're maybe staring at five and four and you're maybe staring at three consecutive losses and things are starting to look a little bit more maybe like last year. But tonight is another one of those wins and I feel like there's been three of them to this point this season that show that this is a different team this year than it was last year. I think tonight's game, just based on the fact that the Warriors lost to the Pistons twice, I go back to the Oklahoma City game on Friday. Warriors win that game by a point. And last year, I don't think the Warriors win that game in OKC with as as much as the Thunder were able to get off against Golden State offensively. And so I think, you know, when you look at it, uh, the game against Sacramento at home was another one that I think the Warriors probably don't win a year ago. Clay Thompson hits the, the the big bucket. So all in all, I think you gotta like where the Warriors are at at six and two. And I mentioned it last night in Warriors wrap up. Well, everybody's frustrated about the the bigs and who's gonna play and how does this team match up and they don't have a lot of size. Made the point last night, and I think it's key to reiterate tonight. 
the tell was not going to be last night's game. The tell is, can you go second of a back-to-back against an inferior Pistons team and handle your business and figure out a way to win the game? And I don't really care if you win the game by one or if you win the game by 30, and the Warriors end up winning it by 11 at 120-109. to Tonight was the kind of game that if it is going to be a different season, you can't have a slip-up uh, against a, a Pistons team that now falls to 2-6 and six on the year. All right, 888-957-9570, triple eight nine five seven. 9570 Warriors wrap up on 957 the game John Dickinson with you here as uh, we'll keep things rolling uh into the seven o'clock hour here on 957 the game as the Warriors now six and two and uh, again key contributions off the Warriors bench how about Moses Moody with three steals in this game and a plus eight uh Gary Payton the second again playing down the stretch for defense. The Warriors have the ability to really put some defensive stoppers on the floor when they go with Draymond and Gary Payton II, along with Steph Curry and and, and Clay Thompson uh, at the end of games. Chris Paul's been a part of that uh, at different points. Jonathan Kaminga's been a part of that at, at different points. But the Warriors, even on nights where some of these players off the bench are not perfect, they're still able to contribute toward winning at a high level, and you know, I, I think Jonathan Kaminga is another example. Jonathan Kaminga for the third straight game was awful in the first half, and we've come on and we've talked about it after the last two, and we'll mention it tonight, but he got a little something going in the second half, and the Warriors needed it and was able to get to the free throw line, and you look at Kaminga, you know, again, not a good game at all in 19 minutes, two of eight, but he got to the free throw line eight times. He made six of them. He ended up scoring 10 points, and, and he was able to salvage what was a bad beginning into a, a semi-productive overall night and somebody that that on a night where he was not his best was still able to contribute toward winning. Dario Saric tonight, 12 points. Dario Saric in different points was an absolute savior for the Warriors in this game, including to close the third quarter. Big buckets to keep the Warriors out in front. In fact, it looked like the Warriors were a sure bet to trail going to the fourth quarter, but Saric couple of key baskets, key three-point play at the end of the third quarter for Golden State. The Warriors found themselves up one uh, at the end of the third quarter on a, on a night which really was uh, about the Pistons hitting everything early. Steph Curry going off, though, to, to have the Warriors hold a 31-26 lead at the end of quarter number one is Curry uh, just awesome. Uh, most points in a quarter this season, 16, uh, he had in – uh, the third quarter against Sacramento, he tied that in the first quarter tonight for Golden State. Uh, and again, Steph with a 20-point half, fourth 20-point half for Steph. So Curry was keeping the Warriors right in the position that they wanted and needed to be. The Warriors up 56-48 at the break. Again, Curry and Clay Thompson, it was the, the Splash Brothers show, really, in, in the first half. And, and Chris Paul was along for the ride as well as uh, the Warriors you know, did enough uh, offensively to have that eight-point lead. And then third quarter, not the third quarter domination that the Warriors have had so far this season. Pistons get the better of the dubs, 34-27. But I mentioned the nice rebound for Golden State toward the end of the quarter as Dario Saric was able to to hit a couple of buckets. And I think the key, key stretch in the game was when Curry went out late third and the Warriors were basically able to play even at the end of that quarter and wind up going to the fourth quarter 
with the lead over the Pistons, and then it winds up being 37-27 uh, in that fourth quarter. And you know, Kaminga, that was when he came on a, a little bit uh, down the stretch there, the third quarter and, and the fourth quarter. I thought Steve Kerr, a couple of great subs, getting Gary Payton the second and Draymond Green back in the game uh, for Golden State down the stretch, and then it was a little bit more of the, the offense-defense uh, stuff down the stretch. But, uh, yeah, the Warriors able to, to do enough on both ends to earn themselves a, a really nice victory, 120-109. to 109. So 888-957-9570, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Warriors now 6-2, and two, as this is Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, and the Warriors uh, in Denver on Wednesday as they will uh, look to close out this road trip. And uh, Golden State then, a lot of home games coming up for the Dubs after that. Uh, six games consecutively uh, at home. Uh, 62 assists and six turnovers on the season. I know Steve Kerr said in his post-game press conference, that's absolutely insane. And you know, Chris Paul, again, contributing to winning, even when he's not necessarily making his three-point shot, although Chris Paul did make a couple of three-pointers tonight as he gets off the schneid a little bit, two for three, uh, and the Warriors needed Chris Paul 17 points in, in 21 minutes. They cut the minutes down for CP3 in this one, second of a back-to-back. And I applaud the Warriors for this as well. I applaud the Warriors for veterans are going to play tonight. This is a game you need to get. And the veterans are going to play, and the veterans are going to fight through it. And there may be a game down the line where the Warriors choose to give some of the veterans a night off and go against the new NBA resting policy. But tonight was not going to be that night because tonight the difference between being 6-2 and two and being 5-3 and three was significant. So tonight was a game worth chasing and the Warriors were able to get it done. Tim Kawakami of The Athletic with this note. He had been tracking it. Curry came back in the game with the Warriors down three in the 844 mark in the fourth quarter, and it was 26-12 from the moment the Warriors uh, were down at that point until the benches were cleared, 26-12. So Curry came back in the game, and, and everything kind of flips. Uh, for the Warriors down the down the stretch in that one. All right, let's go ahead and pause quickly here. 888-957-9570 as we enter the 7 o'clock hour on 95.7 The Game. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMC-FM at HD1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, John Dickinson back here on 95.7 The Game. Warriors wrap up, Warriors 120. Pistons 109, Golden State now 6-2, and two, keeping pace with those at the top of the Western Conference uh, in the early part of the season. You look at uh, the teams with the best records, Denver 6-1, and one, Dallas off to a surprising, I, I think, 6-1 and one start when you look at the way, I mean, they weren't even a play-in tournament team, uh, if you recall, tanked their way at the end of the year out of the play-in tournament to try and keep a, a draft pick. They are 6-1, and one, though, off to a, a hot start. And the Warriors, I think you could make the case, with as many road games as they've played, and you just start looking at the top five or six records throughout the course of the league, and you know Denver's 6-1, and one, but they're 4-0 at home. Dallas is 6-1, and one, they're 3-0 and oh at home. The Warriors are 6-2, and two, and they're 5-1 and one on the road. Uh, by far have played the most road games of, of any team in the league. And when you look at the Warriors being 11 and, and 30 on the road a year ago, I know they're getting away from last year and 
everything that 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 was. But th- this is, uh, I think, a big time early season statement by the Warriors that this thing's going to be different than last year. And so I think the Warriors six and two, in, in some ways is more legit than some of these other teams are as legit as these top teams. You know, Boston's won three road games out of five. They're five and oh. Philly is five and one, but they've played four of their first six uh, on the home floor. And that's really when you look at the top five records to this point, it's the Warriors right there with Dallas and Denver in the Western Conference. It's Boston and Philly to this point in the Eastern Conference who are both really hot uh, on five-game winning streaks uh, at this point. The Warriors obviously saw their five-game winning streak ended in Cleveland last night before they get back to their winning ways tonight. We'll see what happens on Denver uh, in Denver coming up on, on Wednesday night. Uh, Comcast Business Text Line 510 uh, chiming in here. I, I like how Chris Paul wasn't settling for bad three-point shots tonight. Yeah, only took three tonight, although it doesn't feel like a player is settling when he's knocking them down. And tonight, Chris Paul was able to knock down two of three from three-point range. And and again, you know, the Warriors Warriors needed it. The Warriors needed Chris Paul's scoring in this game tonight. They haven't always needed his scoring, but tonight the Warriors needed his scoring. 17 points uh, in this one for Chris Paul. Uh, off the bench. Clay Thompson had 17. Again, Steph Curry led the way with 34, and and the Warriors have been able, for the most part, to survive offensively the early part of this year with Steph being dominant and then others pitching in. And tonight it was really Chris Paul and Clay Thompson. Uh, Clay Thompson super efficient from two. How about this line from Clay Thompson tonight? Seven of eight on twos. For Clay Thompson, one of eight from three, so the three-point shot wasn't clicking. Three-point shot wasn't clicking for the Warriors. They actually got outshot by the Pistons from three, uh, 13 to 12. But, again, you're able to win the game because you dominate in the paint, 52-32. And then the second chance points for the Warriors, 26 to 10 advantage for Golden State in second chance points. Warriors just punched the Pistons in the mouth on the offensive glass to the tune of of 17 offensive rebounds. So those extra possessions, those extra field goal attempts, Warriors had 17 extra field goal attempts tonight, and they made eight of them. And that's where you you wind up basically with the two teams shooting identical field goal percentages, but those extra possessions, those extra points in the paint off the second chance really allowed the Warriors to prevail and, and win on a night where they got beat at the free throw line and they got beat from behind the three-point line. But again, I think this is the kind of win that the good and the great teams figure out a way to get. So I think you have to give the Warriors a, a lot of credit for being... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Being able to do so. All right, let's uh, roll on here. Uh, as we get to our extending the three-point line, which is brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. Curry will screen for Kaminga. Curry flashes out to the corner, double clutch, three ball, swish! Swish! Timeout, Detroit! Curry with a three in the right corner, it's a 10-0 push, just like that. Yeah, Tim Roy on the call. Steph Curry, one of his seven three-point makes in 17 attempts. Curry was letting him fly from distance, but uh, why the hell not? When you look at the, the way that he's started the season, Stephen Curry's been absolutely incredible over the course of, of this season. Again, stre- second straight game and fourth time this season in eight games he's hit seven threes. He's hit seven threes four times, and he's hit at least four in all eight games. And I know ESPN Stats and Info had the nugget, the first player in NBA history to hit at least four three-pointers in each of the first eight games of an NBA season. So Steph Curry, that three-pointer is your extending the three-point line. Three-pointer of the night brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. Successfully treating men for ED and chronic pain. Visit westcoastmenshealth.com. Uh, for more information, your three-pointer of the night. Uh, again, Steph Curry always extending the three-point line. All right, 888-957-9570, Wasn't all great for the Warriors tonight. Uh, and, and I'll just say this for, for Andrew Wiggins, because I know he's been you know, the, the one player, I think, that, that stuck out among the starters and, and the guys that you know are going to play significant minutes. He's struggling to begin the year. Just four points tonight, only played 21 minutes in the game tonight. Steve Kerr using other options. Uh, I thought he you know didn't play tonight at all in the fourth quarter. Uh, Steve Kerr going basically with Jonathan Kaminga and Gary Payton II in Andrew Wiggins' spot. Wiggins is going to have to get going at some point. The one thing I will say, and look, I know a lot of people are not going to like to hear it. I think it's a good thing that Wiggins isn't playing well and the Warriors are 6-2. and two. Now, he's going to have to play better because there's going to be times this year where Wiggins is going to have to be, I think, more of a carrier. And, and you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's a little bit banged up and some kind of injury that, that, that maybe hasn't been reported to this point this season, I don't know if maybe there's some personal things going on that are that are maybe weighing on on Andrew Wiggins. Obviously, uh, last year we know he, he took the time away due to uh, you know the family matter and, and and what was going on with his with his dad, uh, and so or at least what was reportedly going on with it with his dad. And so uh, you know Wiggins is here; he's been present, he's been available, but he didn't have played well. And, and look, I think, you know, at times we do tend to make too much of a player who struggles at the beginning of a season 
because the numbers are just eye popping right there out and out in front of you. you. You know, the averages look bad. You know, I think this happens in baseball a lot. You get a guy through the first couple of weeks and he's hitting 090 and you're like, oh my God, like what, what's going on? So I think, I think poor performances tend to stand out at the beginning of seasons, especially in the NBA and Major League Baseball, uh, more, more you know, to the point where you do need to use some scrutiny. But, uh, you know, I, I, he's going to have to play better. And it, it absolutely is concerning that he's played so poorly and he's looked, I think, in so many games so lifeless to begin the year. You know, it has been, you know, the, the coasting Wiggins, uh, I, I think, you know, at, at different points. So I wonder if there's something going on, either a personal issue, don't know the answer to that, or a physical issue uh, with Andrew Wiggins. But uh, again, I tend to flip what has been a negative in terms of some of the poor performances into hey, the Warriors are able to win without him right now, you know, without him playing well. Uh, and so they're 6-2. and two. He's going to have to get it going. But I think you know, the, the beauty of being 6-2 and two when everything isn't rolling for you is you have the, the ability to be patient. And so I think at this point, again, assuming it isn't a physical issue, the Warriors can be patient. And the fact that Wiggins is able to, to show up and play every night is important because he does play a position where you can never have too many players, even if guys aren't playing well, with that body type and, and that skill set to match up with some of the other athletes in the in the NBA. So I, I think when you, you look at it top to bottom, it's definitely on the radar, uh, but I don't think it's reached the point with the Warriors sitting at 6-2. and two. I know people are throwing it out. They need to make some kind of a lineup change. Does something need to – you know, is there an adjustment that needs to be made or – Anything like that? No, not when you're six and two. And and let's be honest, there's nobody on the Warriors bench right now at Wiggins' position that's playing well enough to where you're going to say you're going to make a lineup change. And and so you know Jonathan Kaminga hasn't exactly played well overall this season. Now, could you make the case he's played better than Wiggins? Yeah, maybe a little bit. But you know, and Kaminga certainly has come on in some second halves. Uh, and, and help this Warriors team, but he's been one of the worst players on the floor in some of the first halves of, of really each of the last three games. And I think you give Steve Kerr credit for sticking with Kaminga these last couple of games, uh, you know, and 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 allowing him to find himself. I mean, nobody can be critical of Steve Kerr not giving Kaminga his opportunities, but I think at this point it's a little little premature and a lot foolish. It's not like Kaminga's out there smoking dudes, crushing it. And really and again, he didn't really play the three still. You know, I know the Warriors have those lineups where it's Moody and Peyton and Kaminga and you could make a case, all right, you know, who's the two, three, and the four? It's all kind of interchangeable when those three are out there together. But I I think, you know, if it ain't broken as far as the overall chemistry and Kaminga getting his minutes in the in the you know the steady rotation that he has to this point with that bench group. Uh, I don't think there needs to be any kind of pressure to make any kind of change is what I'm getting at if you're the Warriors. Wiggins needs an opportunity to to be able to work through whatever he's dealing with. And look, sometimes veteran players just get off the slow starts and then they get it going and they and they come alive. So yes, it's concerning. Yes, it's it's an issue. And, and if the Warriors are going to get to their ultimate goal, he's going to have to play better. But I'm just going to put it right out there right at the beginning, uh, you know, right, right off the – before anybody comes in and says anything about it, there's no, I'm not considering any kind of change, and I don't think Steve Kerr's considering any kind of change because there's nobody really off the bench that's playing better, and I don't think you want to mess up 
the rotation and the, and the way the bench is going. Here's the thing. If Wiggins isn't playing well, then you figure out other players that can finish games. And we've seen Kaminga be that player. We've seen Gary Payton II be that player on a couple of different occasions so far this season. And so you know, the Warriors have some options. They can go with Chris Paul and Kevon Looney at the end. Like The Warriors have options. So to me, it, it for now can be one of those things where Wiggins can start, you can see what he's got, and if it's a night where he doesn't have it, you have multiple options as far as, as whether or not he can finish the, the, the game or not. And tonight, and, and most nights really to this point, uh, tonight it was GP2. It's been GP2 I think three or four times. It's been Kaminga once or twice. Uh, and you know Wiggins has been out there at the end of a couple of games as well. But uh, I, I don't think it's time to really hit the panic button on Andrew Wiggins is the, the long and the short of it as far as I'm concerned. All right, Wyatt in Hawaii joining us here at 888-957-9570. Hey, Wyatt, you're on Warriors Wrap-Up here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, how's it going, J.D.? I'm doing well, my man. How you doing tonight? Doing good. Remember what I said last night? If size is an issue, we got to go with the two. Um, and I'm, I'm happy that we executed those easy shots um and yeah um but i definitely do have like a concern for wiggins and um i just don't know like i i, I don't know if kaminga should start to uh, in place of him but yeah, thank, thanks, Wyatt. Uh, appreciate the call. No, I, I don't think Kaminga's played well enough to where you say he should be starting over over Wiggins. And again, they don't really even play the same position. In the you know, I, I don't. Uh, now, look, if Kaminga was scoring efficiently and shooting the ball well, I think all right, maybe we'd be having a conversation at that point. But I think at this point, you know, Kaminga hasn't been really anything to write home about for the most part. But Kaminga's minutes at least in the second halves of some of these games, he's improved in the second half off his first half minutes. But again, to me, you don't need to mess with it at this point. And the fact that you're 6-2 and two gives Steve Kerr an opportunity to ride it out with Wiggins, but there is going to come a point where they are going to need him. They are going to need him. And again, but now I think it's just a matter of you can not finish the game with them if somebody else is playing well and you just kind of pick who's playing better. And tonight, the defensive lineup with Gary Payton the second, I, I think, made the most sense. Uh, 888-957-9570. Again, Warriors win at 120-109 to as uh, the Dubs improve to 5-1 and one on the road, 2-1 and one on the current road trip, which uh, wraps up in Denver on Wednesday. This is the eighth time, according to Elias, that the Warriors... Uh, are uh, in position uh, or have won uh, five of their first six road games. So, uh, and, and the sixth time since 2014, 2015. So the eighth time ever, but it's the sixth time in basically the last nine years that the, that the Warriors have done it. All those dominant years, going back to when Steve Kerr took over, the Warriors have won a lot of road games as he was uh, pretty adamant in telling everybody, uh, even the first road game of the year, going back to, to Sacramento uh, that, that final weekend of, of October. So 2-0 and are the Warriors another bright spot, second of back-to-backs. The Warriors uh, are 2-0 and 
in game two. So two weeks now the Warriors have had this Sunday-Monday back-to-back on the road. So the second of both of their back-to-backs to to this point have been on the road, and the Warriors have won both of the second of the back-to-backs. They blew out the Pelicans last Monday night. They're able to to win tonight uh, and get the job done uh, by beating the Pistons. And so the Warriors in the the back-to-backs, they've swept one, and they've split the other. So 3-1 and one in back-to-backs and 2-0 and oh in the second half of back-to-backs is definitely something that you like to see with both of those games, all four of them to this point on the road. Warriors going to have a home back-to-back on Saturday and Sunday against Cleveland and Minnesota. But for an older team to be able to win back-to-backs on the road, that's uh, important, important stuff and a good sign. And again, I said this the other night. Uh, last night, and I think I mentioned it even on Friday, the Warriors have to they they have to win when they're healthy, and for everybody to be available for the Warriors tonight, and and playing and healthy, and you know the three inactives are the three two way players. You got to win as many games as you can because you know you're not going to be healthy all year, and you're going to have to play shorthand at all at, you know at different points. And so you have to maximize it, and that's something the Warriors didn't do last year. They did not win enough when they were whole, and then they had injuries and had to go in survival mode. And they were good enough last year to do that, but it's not something that I think you want to do uh, if you're the Warriors this year. So yeah, six of the nine, uh, six of nine on the road against the Pistons. Uh, the Pistons, of course, swept last year's season series. Warriors uh, with a 37-25 fourth quarter tonight. The 37 points, the most the Warriors have scored in a fourth quarter this season. They had 35 in the win on Friday night at Oklahoma City. And the Warriors uh, not turning the ball over a lot. And this is where I think Chris Paul's been a hell of a good influence. You go 29 assists and no turnovers over a a four-game stretch and whatever it is, 62-6 and for a season. And I think that rubs off on uh, on the rest of uh, maybe his Warriors teammates a little bit. Just 11 turnovers for the Warriors. Not a lot of ball pressure for the Pistons despite their length. That equaled a season low in turnovers for the Warriors uh, matching the opening night loss to the Suns when the Warriors only had uh, 11. And again, just Steph Curry's been absolutely phenomenal. Named the Western Conference Player of the Week earlier today for last week. He goes for 34, game high. Fourth 30-point game of the season. Second in the last three games. He's hit seven threes in each of the last two and half of the eight games this season. He's been able to do it. Uh, He's made four three-pointers in every single game. Stephen Curry's just been absolutely spectacular. And we got to give a shout-out uh, tonight to Kevon Looney, who played 25 minutes and was really effective uh, in this one. Ten points, six boards, a couple of blocks. I think he threw his weight around the best he could against uh, the, the size. And Moses Moody, a career-high three steals. He was active uh, in the game tonight. So a lot of different contributions for the Warriors uh, over the, the this game tonight uh, to enable them to, to be able uh, to, to get the victory. All right, final couple of minutes here before we call it a night and head toward Wednesday. Uh, let's get to our hardest worker of the game, which is brought to you by the Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. Are you looking for a career in law enforcement? Learn more about job opportunities at joinacso.com. 
Com. And I, I'm giving it to Steph tonight. So many, so many nights we try to find uh, a, a player maybe on the periphery that, that helps the cause. Uh, a, a Kaminga or a Ch- Trace Jackson Davis or, or a Draymond Green who's always bringing it. But tonight we're going with the chef. Tonight we're going with Steph Curry. Hardest worker, second of a back-to-back, playing his 33 minutes. None of what the Warriors did well tonight holds up if Steph Curry isn't present and accounted for and available and dominant. And and Steph was a game-high plus 17, pours in his 34 points, had the note from Tim Kawakami who, who tracked it, uh, 26-12 from the moment he checked back in at the 844 mark, and the Warriors went from, oh, maybe this game gets away and we're having a little bit of a different conversation to, nope. The Warriors are, are are winning this game and improving to two and one on the road trip and improving to five and one on the road and looking forward to the finale of this trip in Denver and, and really what is I think one of the first showdown games of the season should be a lot of fun when you look at the Warriors and the Nuggets going at it the defending champion Nuggets and the the last two teams to to win uh, NBA championships the Warriors. And the Denver Nuggets. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, Denver playing tonight as well at home against the Pelicans. They've had a home heavy schedule to this point in the season. And you look up and uh, Denver down to the Pelicans 76-71. That game eight minute mark in quarter number three in Denver. And so they'll have tomorrow off. The Warriors will head to Denver and uh, we'll see how Uh, That shakes up. It should be a fun one. Late start for that one. Games in Denver typically starting at uh, 6 o'clock here on the West Coast. But that's going to be a 7 o'clock tip uh, due to national television. That game's going to be on ESPN on Wednesday. So a 7 o'clock tip coming up Wednesday. Warriors and the Denver Nuggets from Denver. All right, that'll do it for tonight. I want to thank uh, Sterling Bennett. I want to thank everybody in our San Francisco studios. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. Warriors get the win tonight. Uh, I will be back with you on Wednesday, 6 o'clock, for Warriors Live as the Warriors and the Nuggets go at it. Again, from Denver, 6 o'clock start time. 7 o'clock Pacific is the tip time. Uh, Again, we'll be on at 6 right after Willard and Dibbs right here on 95.7 The Game, and then I'll be taking your phone calls at 888-957-9570 after that game goes final. Uh, We'll talk to you then. All right, Warriors get the win, 120 to 109. Appreciate you listening, appreciate you texting, appreciate you calling, everybody watching on YouTube as well. Uh, You heard it all right here in your home for Warriors basketball. It's 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.